Hi, I'm Kellyanne Harris, real estate entrepreneur, investor, faith-driven leader, single mama, and sports mama. I've worked many years with real estate agents, and I'm the founder of Vision Real Estate Platform. Proverbs 29:18: when there is no vision, the people will perish. What does it mean to lead? Leadership in today's um, world, especially as a woman, um, can be rather intimidating. And I decided to get into leadership about seven years ago. um, And I I really um, have learned over the years that um, your leadership journeys is your leadership is a journey, right? And so we we kind of start off um, from going from solo, individual, you know, the world kind of revolves around us to now leading um, leading our people. And um, I always remembered, I think throughout the years, I've had different people in my life that um, have either made a great influence in my life as a leader or maybe inspired me to be a leader in a different way. Um, maybe a different way than how they chose to lead, right? And I truly feel that there's not just one way to lead. There are a variety of people that are amazing leaders, but we all may lead different ways, right? Um, and I remember um, in the in the beginning years of my leadership, um, I was really, really focused on just growing the company. Like, you know, with a sales background and being an individual agent for almost seven years, Um, if I'm being transparent, the world was all about Kellyanne. Um, And I I really made a lot of mistakes in my beginning years of um, not understanding that really that the Lord was fueling that. Like, it wasn't about Kellyanne. It wasn't about what Kelly accomplished. It was more about what God was fueling me with. And um, I really hit... I mean, I, we're going to talk a little bit about my journey, um, but I really hit a moment in my life where I wanted something bigger, and I knew leadership was that next step, but boy, did I not know what I was getting into. Um, and sometimes I feel that um, leadership is one of the most um, thankless jobs out there, um, because if you don't lead, sometimes you don't understand the day-to-day um things that you've got to deal with, with problem solving or guiding people to check their emotions, you know, the list goes on, right? But anyway, so the the point that I'm, I'm trying to make is that um, leadership is whenever you show up and it's no longer about you, it's about the people you serve. And I'm a, the, the way I lead and that I struggled with in my beginning years Um, with the critics in my life was I had to keep scaling my business like people always ask me Kelly when are you going to be satisfied Kelly when are you going to be happy like when is big big enough for you and it's never going to be I'm never going to settle because the moment that I choose to settle as a leader then I am going to stop you know letting other people reach their financial capabilities, right? So like if my organization doesn't get bigger in life, then I have limited how much money someone can make in my organization. Or if you leave, if you, if your world doesn't get bigger for the people in it, then the people will leave you. 
And so then you're going to constantly have higher turnover. And I I don't take any of this lightly. Um, I'm a big believer in whatever um, whatever someone's passion is in my world. I want to get them into their genius seat. And then I want them to prosper from that, right, and grow. And whether that's building a business in my business or, um, you know, figuring out how to get them to financial freedom, whatever that looks like. And I think a lot of times we go into businesses and we don't help other individuals achieve things under our world, right? And so now I've got um, several leaders that are growing companies or that I've invested with them in companies or they're starting other teams or other avenues of wealth. And because I am a big believer that um, we should not have all of our investment and all of our income coming from one source. And we should diversify that. So how do you do that? You start businesses. And we got to get out of our own way. Um, I could probably go on and on about this, but stay tuned. Next, we're going to talk about how I scaled in leadership and where it took me um, to get where I am today. So we heard a little bit about what it means to lead, and I'm sure a lot of you are wondering, who the hell is Kellyanne? Um, so Kellyanne Harris is, uh, today, I'm 37 years old, creeping towards that 40s, um, and um, I am from a town called Owensboro, Kentucky. Um, we have roughly around 100,000 people in our county. Um, it's a town in the western part of Kentucky that... Um, uh, a lot of people, you know, we we might think actually the the counties next to us might think that uh, that Owensboro's big, but uh, it's it's probably like the fifth biggest city in in Kentucky. So, anyways, um, who's Kellyanne Harris? <laughs> um, I graduated college from Western Kentucky University and was going to be a dietitian, um, and <laughs> made my granddad really proud. Because then I went into beer sales and I worked for Miller Lite um, distributor and uh, sold beer for about five years. Um, it was the best job of a 21, 22, 23, 24 year old could have, right? Um, because, you know, you just get out of college um, and now you've got a bunch of groupies that follow you around to get free beer, right? So I actually ran the Miller Lite girls in the state of Kentucky, I had up to 20 girls um, throughout the half of the state. So I had a lot of leadership that I didn't realize in my beginning years of my first career. Um, and then in 2009, um, I had my child, Mason, and um was working in the beer industry for about six months. And that's, if you remember back, that was like kind of whenever the real estate market and the economy kind of was recovering and crashing, right? So the first person they cut is me as an on-premise manager because, um, you know, when people don't have money, sometimes the, the beer or the alcohol is the first thing to go. So I got laid off um, and I was at six months old single mom about to lose my house into foreclosure about to go on to wick um had credit card debt over twenty thousand dollars of credit card debt and one of my best friends uh jeff was flipping houses and i was like what the heck am i gonna do like um you know have this degree i didn't go and get my registered dietitian's license i've been selling beer um, and I think, you know, my family was like, you just need to go teach. And I was like, man, that's 
like I love things that give me a challenge and want to climb the ladder and I think that um, th- that that probably wasn't the journey that I wanted to go down um, and so I was like what am I going to do um, it's funny and we'll talk later about how the teaching thing kind of comes full circle um, so anyways he was flipping houses and um, he always says I had the um, had the brighter idea and I was like well I got one person I can sell houses to so I got my real estate license and then um, I quickly got into it I think I made twenty thousand dollars my first year in real estate still in debt I actually took out a ten thousand dollar loan from my dad to um, to pay my bills and to just get by and I still wasn't making it my first year um, I joined a different I joined two different brokerages and um, but I just wasn't willing to give up everybody was still telling me Kelly there's so many realtors out there how are you going to set yourself apart and you got to think I was still fighting the um, Miller girl name right so like everybody thought um, everybody's like Kelly and the Miller girl <laughs> so think about showing a house and your photos in a man cave on a motorcycle <laughs> So, yes, and then you're showing houses and your face shows up in a Miller Girl outfit. So, yeah. So, anyways, uh, fast forward two more years, my third year in real estate, I was the number one agent in um, in Owensboro. Um, nobody, and I was 20, at that time I was 29 years old. I was in a man's industry. Um, no one had uh, really sold more homes than one of the uh, most prestigious agents in our town. Um, And I was a female, 29, right? So that was, I mean, that was a hurdle in itself for people to take me seriously. Four years, fourth year, I sold 142 homes. Um, Didn't know that was a big deal. And I was the number one agent in the state of Kentucky um, with my previous franchise. But, you know, what had happened was, you know, I was I was working so hard for those two years of just like trying to scale and trying to get big that it blew up in my face and I was like super blessed. But my kids saw the top of my head like I was constantly on my phone. Um, I wasn't present and I knew something had to change and so I something had to give. So I went for a hike um, out in Arizona, came home and then I was like, okay, I'm going to start this team thing. Nobody had started the team thing in Owensboro, Kentucky. I'm going to start it. I have nothing, know nothing about leadership. I know nothing, like I know how to manage my money, but I don't know how to lead, have employees or lead people. Um, but I knew that like I couldn't keep living that way because either I didn't want to be the agent that, you know, sold this many homes. And then all of a sudden you see that agent not be able to sustain that. Like I'm very competitive. So I was like, okay, I want to sustain this production, have a good life, but at the same time, you know, bring people into my world because I can't go backwards. I'm too competitive. Um, and something's got to give, right? Freedom, your freedom or money. Like, which which one do you want to give up? Um, so anyway, so I did the team thing, um, recruited about three agents, two admin, and I lost a lot of money. <laughs> um, that year, I probably went down to a third of my income. And you got to think as an agent, a lot of time, a lot of times we live high on the hog. Um, so I was living high on the hog at that time, and spending everything I had. Um, wasn't I had kind of started investing in real estate, but only had probably about five homes at that time. 
Um, but they were like C properties, meaning like they were, you know, fifty to $70,000 homes. But I wasn't very good at saving. And so that year I lost a lot of money and um, I was searching for something else. And then I was approached by um, someone to launch the first Keller Williams in my hometown. So did that, kind of got myself back in. They taught me how to manage my books, manage my finances, follow a model, quit spending everything I made and living commission check to commission check. And then, um, you know, that was profitable about 11 months. The team was profitable again. Um, Went through a lot of evolutions over the last few years of people coming into the team, coming off of the team, coming into the team, coming off the team. And honestly, I think back on talking about leadership, I think back to I'm a different leader than I was then. And so I attract different people today than I attracted whenever I was that leader. Um, So, you know, I always say we are a result of the choices we made five years ago. And what our life looks like today is because of the leader that we are today. And so the leader I was then was just such a novice leader um, that, you know, that's what I attracted. And not that they're bad people at that time. Like, I just couldn't lead them the right way that they needed to be led. So who am I today? I am an investor. Um, I have over 85 doors, uh, residential real estate. I have uh, strip centers, commercial buildings. Um, I have three Keller Williams franchises. I have four teams in, four to five teams in different cities throughout Kentucky and Indiana. Um, I do speaking events. I love leading. And honestly, I'm obsessed with helping people scale their businesses. Obsessed. Um I feel that a long time ago I was fine, and now my world is all about how I get people to their dreams and their goals and what their ambitions are. And so um, I think the, the next evolution, I have worked really hard on creating leaders. I feel like that I have some amazing leaders in my organization, and now I'm teaching them and guiding them on how to develop their leader, their replacement. And that's that's now the... Um, the journey and what I'm really focusing on is like, okay, I've got these great leaders that I've raised up. Now, how do I teach them to rise up the next evolution of a leader? That's who I am. You know, it hasn't been easy. There's been lots of days in the shower crying my eyes out thinking, what did I do? As a leader, um, we're challenged daily to make the right decisions on employment. We're challenged on what to cut to make sure that we are securing our people's futures. You deal with problems. But at the end of the day, you've got to focus on why you're doing what you're doing and the lives you've changed. And I have changed so many lives because I've had amazing mentors and coaches in my life that have changed me. And then now my role, what the Lord is doing through me is raising up um, that next generation. I believe that everybody on this earth, whether you're a leader or maybe you are a rock star follower, because we need all of those people in our organization. Um, the Lord has a seat for us somewhere in this world. And when you get in the seat that the Lord is, you know, showing you or telling you or whatever door he's opening for you, you will prosper and, and grow beyond what you ever imagined. And some days I'm like, I don't even think that I was worthy of the things I have or who I've become, um, but I am worthy of it. And the Lord's showing me that. And I truly feel that um, if, if you haven't read Chase the Line, it's one of my favorite. It'll light you on fire. It talks about like, 
you know, um, my dreams will light someone else's dream on fire. So I got to keep dreaming and keep dreaming and dreaming because I will inspire. You know, we'll get more into on the next episode, the struggles and the critics I've had to overcome of walking into this arena. Especially as a woman in a man's world, I deal with people double my age or who have been in leadership a lot longer who didn't take me seriously because I I grew myself. I I didn't have um, family money to get me started. Um, I had a $10,000 loan for my dad, but everything has been organic. Just we're going to talk a little bit about that and the struggles, because I think a lot of times um, when you see someone like myself or another um, entrepreneur, you think things were easy for them and they were not. It's a lot of it's a mind game. Thank you for listening, and we will be putting these podcasts out regularly. We will be on every podcast platform out there. And just remember, with no vision, the people will perish.